Uh, now I'm listening to another episode of Rogan with Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, God. Why? I'm, I'm going through the hits. Do they um, record the podcast in the metaverse? He talked about the metaverse, and it sounds awesome. Like, I'm Does all it? in on the metaverse. I love he posted that picture of him uh, in the metaverse, and it just looks like SimCity graphics from, like, 2001. And you're like, dude, you spent how many billion dollars on this? <laughs> it's the best. I also like that he was, like, talking to, like, Congress or something, and he had that seat cushion to make himself a little bit taller. Um, because everyone made fun of him on internet. He had the little booster but seat. it's, like, a legit thing, a business intimidation tactic to have the person lower than you. And so sure. they gave him a smaller chair than they had. So he brought he a booster. Equalize. So it would level the playing field. Like, it's genius. He He's like, he's brilliant. It's incredible. That's why whenever I go to a business meeting, I wear a suit that's like three sizes too small. So I look huge. There you go. That's I intimidating. Thought, I thought, didn't you get uh, Dr. Scholl's? Aren't you like six feet tall now? Yeah, I got those gel inserts. I'm gelin. Gelin like gelin. You say you're 5'11, but you're really only 5'7. We're talking short things on the short pod for short kids. Tall boys, welcome to It's the Hide of Entertainment. I'm Scott Greenberg. I'm 5'7 and three quarters. I'm Louis Aronowitz. I'm 5'2 and a half. This is Hide of Entertainment. Hello. Um. Did you do anything tall this week? I don't think so. You should do tall yoga. There's yoga that makes you taller. This week's short celeb <laughs> is Martin Short. Marty. I feel like we've already spent uh, the majority of this podcast's run talking about Martin Short, but he has not been an official short celeb of the week. Um, I was on the show. Did you see me on the show? I didn't see you. Were you looking for me? Uh... Sort of. I didn't really know where to look, like in what scene you would even be in. I just knew you said you were in the last episode. Yeah. So I did not realize at the time that it was just going to be a big crowd thing that I was like extra, extra. Like I took the gig because it filmed very close to where I live. So it was convenient. Always good. Um, we did a lot of sitting, so it was easy money. I got to wear my fancy dress shoes. Ooh. Um, and it was actually a lot of fun to go film because in between takes, Steve Martin and Martin Short were basically just doing stand up like at us. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they can turn it off. Yeah, no, like, anytime definitely not. they're together, it's just like constant. <laughs> yeah, Martin Short's five foot six and a half. That's kind of surprising. Canadian actor. Real talk. That's kind of surprising. I would have guessed, like I knew he was short, but I thought that he was like Hollywood short where it's like your normal height and just seem short because everyone else is tall. Right. But that's like uh, nearly close to short king status. He's short king adjacent. Yeah. He's like, if a short king wore the right shoes, they mm. would be almost equal. Shoe king. Shoe king. Short king. According to CelebHeights.com, Martin Short is a Canadian actor best known for films like Inner Space, Mars Attacks, Three Amigos. I like that Mars Attacks and Three Amigos both have the exclamation points. It would be funny if all of his movies were exclamation point movies. Yeah, Inner Space. Um, that's the one with uh, Dennis Quaid, where he's inside his body, right? Yeah. That's a classic. I never saw it. 
I do think it's funny that he, they list Mars Attacks, which... Uh, what does he do in that? I don't even remember that. He plays the press secretary to the president. President Glenn Close? Or is no, that... Isn't the, the president uh, Jack Nicholson? Oh, I'm thinking of Air Force One. You're um, way off. Right. Is it, Wait, no. Isn't it Pierce Brosnan and they put his head in a glass jar? He plays Professor Donald Kessler. Hello. But yes, they do put his head right. in the glass jar. Um, I don't remember this movie that well, but I do love it. It's very good. And I think it bombed very hard at the time. People were just like, what the fuck is this movie? But that's yeah. why I think it's funny. That's not like what I certainly don't think that's what Martin Short should be known for. But also his IMDb known for is equally as strange. <laughs> the Santa Claus 3. The Santa Claus 3. Uh, Inherent Vice, which I think he has a pretty small part in. And then Three Amigos. Uh, he's like a odd one because I feel like he's done a lot of really good things and then a lot of like questionable things. What questionable things? I don't know. I saw him in another show where he was being like serious and it was like, whoa. Martin he's Short, a very like, he's a legit actor. Like he can, yeah, he can pull it off. Um, he's done a lot of theater too. It's like, has he? I didn't know that. Yeah, he did. Also, uh, he was nominated for two Stinkers Bad Movie Awards for the Santa Claus Three and Jiminy Glick in the La La Wood. Um, Jiminy Glick, I feel like was a very funny character, but someone should have been like, maybe don't make a movie out of this guy. Oh, absolutely. I feel like some of the SNL character movies, like it, I don't I don't know that he ever did it on SNL, but like it may as well be an SNL character movie. I feel like sometimes those are like, are you sure about this? I feel like most of the time they're like that. Like, <laughs> uh, it's although, Pat. Yeah, exactly. Like, we don't but need a whole movie of that. I do like, it's one of those things where like, I respect the, uh, the, the big swing of trying to make a movie out of this character that can barely sustain three minutes. <laughs> that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty much what they're doing. Like, I feel um, like uh, one of the ones I really like in that way is The Ladies' Man. Yeah. Night at the Roxbury as well, where it's like, there's literally no plot to what happens in those sketches. It's just two dudes, like, hitting on girls, coked up out of their minds. Yeah. And they're like, this is rock. a movie. <laughs> dudes rock. Have you seen this movie? Clifford? Clifford. I am 94. aware of its existence. I don't think I ever watched it. Martin Short plays a 10-year-old boy named Clifford who is, uh, let's say, difficult, uh, annoying, insane. I don't really know how to describe him, but Charles Grodin plays his uncle, and he just drives him insane. That's the point of the movie, is that Clifford is a pain in the ass, and Good. everyone hates him. Here's the thing with Clifford, this movie. I remember when I was, and this is this is going to sound like a made-up story, but this is true. Yeah. When I was little, I saw that Clifford was on TV. I flipped to it, and I thought, on the one hand, I don't like Clifford the Big Red Dog. Sure. But also, where is the dog? What is this movie? And then I changed channel, because I was like, I don't want to watch this. I did watch this as a child, and it was disturbing. <laughs> it Good. is like a kind of horrifying movie, because uh, he is a grown man playing a 10-year-old boy, and he is, like, demented, like, so bizarre. It's not appropriate for, like, a 10-year-old to watch. I feel like it's kind of like a Dennis the Menace scenario 
uh, if Dennis the Menace was a 40-year-old pretending to be 10. I feel like Charles Grodin, like, throughout the 90s, pretty much always played this, like, just annoyed... Exasperated uh, patriarch. father. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's very good at it. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's a union thing. So both Steve Martin and Martin Short are nominated for Emmys for Only Murders in the Building. And I think Martin Short should get it. I think they should split the Emmy in half. No. No. Steve Martin is already taller than Martin Short. Ooh, so yep, he's got that's that. It. That's like its own award. But you know, him have the you know Hollywood is biased, though. They're going to give it to him because he's taller. It's bullshit unbelievable we need to start a petition go to our website <laughs> tallwater.tall i still have that <laughs> domain saved from last week normal tall guy commented on celeb heights he's tom cruise small uh what about indiana jones guy indiana jones guy wants to know might he lose height at 66 whoa you have any uh final thoughts about the short man the short king are canadians taller or shorter than americans I would guess, well, I think that they have the two ends of the spectrum more often, where Americans are usually like in the five, eight through six feet range. I think Canadians are usually either shorter than that, like five, six, or taller than that, like six, four. Let's look it up. Canadians are taller on average than Americans. Is it because they play hockey? Because would you want to be tall for hockey? Like, it's so mm. cold in Canada, I would have thought that stunts your growth, and they'd all be short. Shrinkage. Or maybe they evolved to be taller so that they could be closer to the heat, because the heat rises. So in they're, colder areas, you need to be taller. Well, they're further up on the map, you know? So that makes they're, them taller? They're up. So yeah. they, they have yeah. a boost. They are higher, up. higher on the map. They're geographically tall. <laughs> they're metrically tall, too. Yeah. This week in height. Height, height, height. This week in height, U.S. News reports on the 12 best cars for tall people in 2022. Unbelievable. They need what our cars now. You know, first they came for our cars and I said nothing because I was not tall. Um, okay. So best cars for tall people. You know what? Actually, I am going to say that this is something worth talking about because if you're too tall, you don't fit in the car. That's true. But also like... Whatever. Just deal with it. You benefit from other things in life if you're like slightly uncomfortable in a car. I think, I think it's harder okay. for short people, actually, because if you're short, you can't reach the pedals. If you're tall, you can just like have your knees like up on either Bent. side of the steering wheel. You just bend a little. Yeah. It's sort of like uh, like when people talk about like hot weather versus cold weather. Like when it's you cold, put a sweater you, can, on. you can put layers on. But if it's yeah. hot, you can't take off your skin. Yeah, people who prefer hot are mentally ill. I prefer hot. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> no. No, but you just said, like, if you're cold, you can make yourself comfortable again. There is recourse for you to get no, your temperature to a normal. here's the problem. Here's I want that problem. neutral middle if temp. If it's really cold out, and so you put on a coat, and then you walk into the subway station and it's boiling. You're like sweating and disgusting. And then you come back out of the subway station and you're sweaty and hot, but it's freezing out. Then you go into an establishment and your body just doesn't know what to do. I hate. No, no good. I stopped listening like 10 seconds ago. Um, I like when the subway is coming and it blows that gust of dirty garbage wind. Oh, yeah. And it's like it's the worst. But in that moment, it feels so good. 
but it's like that's rat king vapors <laughs> Greatest city on earth, New York, baby. I have a thing I like to do when the, the train goes by. Like if the train is leaving or it's not stopping at the station and it's just like roaring straight by you is just to scream at the top of my lungs. <laughs> well, like go the on. train masks the train masks the yelling so people don't realize that you're, you know, just shouting like a moron. But it like it's a good stress relief. That is insane behavior is it insane or is that it is smart? unhinged life hack that is like some serial killer behavior thanks so tall cars <laughs> cars for tall people so here's the top cars for tall people are like the gmc canyon the chevy colorado the ford bronco sport they're just suvs and trucks i think Isn't that just a no-brainer it's like big car for here's big a, person here's a life hack for you you don't need any of these. Just get a car with a sunroof. Boom. Head sticks out the sunroof. Problem solved. Or do what the guy in a police academy does. You take the front seat out, sit in the back, and oh. drive from back there. Who's that, Bobcat? No, Hightower. The Hightower. huge guy. The big tall guy. Oh, there's a tall guy in that? It's a huge guy. It's not the goot? Steve How tall Woodberg? is the goot? <laughs> um, I don't know. So... The Tesla is on this list. Yeah, which is Tesla very Model X came in at number nine on the list. Uh, makes sense because Elon is pretty tall. I guess. So he's building cars for tall people. I'm surprised that his car doesn't like sense how tall you are and adjust accordingly. His car runs over children. So... That's a feature, not a bug. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. We is they're like focused that. on those features this is why before they Elon get to the height. is a hero. <laughs> Oh, uh, what's the deal with the Tesla self-driving what's the deal stuff? with Tesla's? <laughs> what's up uh, with that? I think basically the deal is that it gets a lot it of accidents. Is not, it's not ready. It's not ready. It's not ready, but it's sort of in like beta testing mm. and people are supposed to beta if they cuck. use it. It's in it's in beta cuck testing, <laughs> and I think if you use it, you can't actually rely on it. Like you're supposed to actually still be like a hundred percent alert right. and aware and ready to take the wheel at any point, which makes it a hundred percent useless because that's well, not self driving. Here's the thing: I think that it's very useful on like highways, though. That's just cruise control. No, no, no. It's beyond cruise control though, because it keeps you in the lane and stuff. Speed three beyond cruise control. I love it. I'm in. Yes, business. I don't want tall barista. What do you think of that? Create jobs for short people. We need them. I feel like every Starbucks has to have one tall barista. Like oh, weirdly yeah. tall. And yeah. then everyone else is pretty short. And like lanky too. Like that uh that Zach Woods Conan O'Brien body type. Exactly. That's per spec. That's like corporate. Yeah. You have to do it. It's I feel like that's the body type where it's like you're a creature. You're not really a human anymore. <laughs> Okay. Interesting. Hot take. Is that a hot take? I don't know. Hot coffee. Tell me what you think about this. The smallest coffee at Starbucks is tall. How's that make you feel? I like it. I support it. I think it's about time that tall becomes short. Exactly. I thought that's not the sh the smallest one. You told me about a secret one that's even smaller. Yeah. Well, there's like a little tiny cup that's yeah, called tiny short. cup. It's called short. It is. We're talk about that. Yeah. Unbelievable. That makes it worse. So short is like this embarrassing tiny cup. I don't like it. Tall is still taller than short. Yeah. I'm That's kind of the problem. Boycotting Starbucks now. Until next time I want Starbucks, then I'll go. 
Sure. But for now, ooh, we should get them as a, a sponsor on the pod. I'll do an ad read right now. Do an ad read for the pumpkin spice latte. Are you thirsty and want a disgusting drink? We got pumpkin spice latte back. Um, uh, interesting. Interesting. Think they'll like that ad <laughs> read. I don't think people are getting them because they're thirsty. Here's the That's thing my with note. pumpkin spice. Okay, yeah. here's a this this is a a take in time for fall coming in soon. On the subject of pumpkin spice, here's the thing. Pumpkin, disgusting. Okay. Pumpkin spice, not good. You're only getting it because you feel like you're supposed to, because you've been told it's good. It's not actually good. The thing that I am always confused about, or that I am annoyed that other people are confused about, is that pumpkin spice things do not taste like pumpkin. They taste like the spices that you would put in a pumpkin pie. They just like cinnamon oh. and clove and nutmeg and things like that. Is there that is what no pumpkin, pumpkin spice flavor in pumpkin spice coffees? Whoa, this is blowing my mind right now. That's such a great story. Check I'm definitely me. gonna definitely not cutting that from the episode. <laughs> I wish I were big. This week's Tulsa love is Tilda Swinton. So here's the thing with Tilda Swinton. Okay, like I I know her name and I know her face, but the main thing that I like know her from is because conan always talks about looks her like because he looks like her <laughs> yeah i don't okay. i like i can't offhand i can't think of any movies that she's in i know she's in a lot but i can't think of any she's a very good actress she's in uh, a lot of movies uh, let's look at her top films okay we need to talk about kevin snowpiercer suspiria and only lovers left alive suspiria is the movie with shia labeouf Shia LaBeouf, that is uh, incorrect. You're thinking of Disturbia. <laughs> oh, oh, and we've had this conversation before, too. I Constantly. Did, last time you brought that up. She's also in Constantine with Keanu. Love that movie. Adaptation, The Nick Cage, Vanilla Sky, The Wait, you Beach. skipped over Thumbsucker. Thumbsucker. This movie I watched recently, and it was absolutely bonkers, and I highly recommend it to everyone. It's called Technolust. Tilda Swinton is in it four times. Good. She plays a scientist who clones herself. Uh, oh, it's like multiplicity. Of, it's a little bit like multiplicity. It is absolutely bonkers. She plays a character named Rosetta Stone. Good. This movie already sounds incredible. I highly recommend it. It's rated a 5 out of 10 on IMDb, so you know it's good. <laughs> According to celebheights.com, her peak height was five foot ten and a half. That's very tall for a lady. Sure. That's girl tall. Feminism. Girl power. So what I was going to tell you. So she is in a movie coming out or that just came out called 3000 Years of Longing, where uh, Idris Elba plays a genie and she is the person who finds the lamp. Okay, number one. I love this. This sounds incredible. It's directed by George Miller. Do we find it strange that Idris essentially replaced Will Smith in Suicide Squad? Oh, I see what you're saying. And now he's going to be a genie when Will Smith was in Aladdin. I don't know. Is Idris going to make Men in Black 4? I would watch it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'll watch Idris in anything, really. Who's going to play the white guy? Um, Tilda Swinton. Yes. She could pull it off. Alternate idea. Timothy Chalamet. Big if true. The reason I wanted to talk about this movie is because it has a Metacritic score of 60 out of 100, which I love. Is that 
like the sweet spot where good movies are? Uh, why do you love it's, that? It's got to be. Because I feel like every major movie that comes out now, it's like 100 on Rotten Tomatoes. And you're like, you can't, right. every movie can't be 100. Like, you don't understand what 100 means. Right. Like, if it's over a certain amount, it's meaningless. If it's under a certain amount, it's meaningless. If it's anywhere between, like, 30 and 70 that's like a real like legitimate rating then right it's like something is interesting about this movie and like isn't exactly a cookie cutter good blockbuster yeah here's my problem with all of those things is the critics in order in order to like work in the internet space you need people to come to your content so if you're a critic you need to have like a spicy hot take that drives traffic therefore you need to tailor your reviews and ratings of things to what the audience what will drive audiences so you're no longer giving an honest review of things like you're not going to say like oh that movie was okay it's kind of the like the the pitchfork scale too like with music reviews where yeah. it's like they'll literally they they have famously rated some albums a 0.0 and it's like how bad does something actually have to be to warrant a zero rating? And it's like, there's no way you mean that. Yeah. But then all that, like basically every review they put out, if it's a good album, is like 7.6. Like no matter what. Like you're like, oh, new Pitchfork review. You open it up. It's like 7.6. Like, great. That tells me nothing. Also, entertainment is meant to be judged based on its cover, not what critics say. So look at that movie poster and decide if you like it. Exactly. That's why they say judge a book by its cover. Yeah, that's what the cover's there for, for you to judge the book. Judge Dread a book by its cover. Judge Dread a book by its cover? That's what they say. As the old adage goes. He's a known tall man. Joshua on Celeb Heights says, she's very tall. Mm. Thanks, Josh. It's true. I mean, he's not lying. Some people think that she's no more than 5'9". Interesting. I wonder why. Sexism. Hmm. She's a strong 5'9". With heels on, she hits Clooney's height. Whoa, Clooney height. Miser is saying that Celeb Heights Rob is overrating women's height on the site. Whoa. Like, he's he's saying that Tilda and Uma and Gwyneth Paltrow are taller than they actually are. That's a big claim. Yeah. I Why is, is he? Is he virtue signaling? Is that what that is? Um, is, he, is he white knighting? Is yeah. he white hiding? <laughs> a lot of revelations about Rob in this episode. Tall if true. Do you know what her nickname is? Swilda. <laughs> uh, That's a good nickname. I like that. Better than, uh, what was Lady Gaga's nickname? Sucrose? <laughs> S-Jag. S-Jag. We made that one up, but I think it's going to stick. She, who was she in Snowpiercer? Mason. Right. <laughs> Does that help answer your question? <laughs> uh, I like that movie. I feel like that guy makes good movies because that, that's the Parasite guy, right? Bong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Snowpiercer, I don't think it's particularly original in its like message. It's just 1984, but on a train. But yeah. it's a very well done adaptation. Uh, I, I like it a lot. You know, I read 1984 recently. What did you learn? Um, it's, a, it's a pretty good book. Is the song... 1985 by Bowling for Soup, a sequel to 1984. Think about that. Number one, yes. Number two, should we get Jarrett from Bowling for Soup on the pod? How tall is he? I think he's tall. tall. Seems tall.
Did I tell you about my my fear of being on Jeopardy and saying something racist? Let's talk about that. <laughs> like, like not like not like mean spirited racist, but like inadvertently, yeah, like associate something that is not the right answer. Yeah, like you don't have time to really think. It's like yeah. a like you see the question, and you think like, oh, it's this. You ring in, you say, it, and then like a second, like when your brain catches up, you're like, oh, whoops, like that's a fear of mine. Okay, so first you're on Jeopardy. That's the first. Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay. I feel like you don't have to worry too much about it unless you get on Jeopardy. Well, I took the test. Maybe I'll get on Jeopardy. Are you going to get on? You know what? I've been tweeting at Ken to put me on Jeopardy. Yeah. Every day. Never Are you going to pull a Ken Jennings? And by that, I mean, say something inappropriate on Twitter. Who says, I haven't already. All right. So what did we learn today? Martin Short. Pretty short. Yes. And he's going to win an Emmy. I still think they should cut the Emmy in half. No, that's so dumb. <laughs> Who wants half an Emmy? All or nothing. I don't want an Emmy. I'm protesting the Emmys. We learned that there are cars for tall people that are programmed to run over children. That's what I learned. That's <laughs> definitely a good takeaway from that segment. Um, big pitch idea here. Point one, they reboot Columbo. Obviously. Point two, there is an episode where the guy murders someone by hitting them with his car and blames it on the Tesla self-driving program yeah point three twist ending it was the car elon murdered him by sending the patch to the car remotely boom mm. i mean this sounds more like a black mirror episode but it's got colombo they should do like multiverse of madness mm-hmm. but with colombo <laughs> should it be like colombo and monk and you Matlock? know <laughs> so on the one hand i do like that yeah just have them all meet Inspector Clouseau. But I was also kind of thinking like different versions of Columbo from the different universes. Oh, I see. Like in this universe. The Columboverse. Our, Col- <laughs> our, our Columbo is like schlubby. He's Columbo. Yeah. But then like there's one universe where Columbo's like like a James Bond type, like really like suave, sophisticated. Then there's a universe where like he's Batman. You're trying to say that our Columbo is not suave. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Dead wrong. <laughs> also, fundamental problem with this movie. Peter Falk died like 10 years ago. CGI? Ooh, okay. Uh, Zuckerberg hologram. Oh. We got the hologram technology. See, you were against the holograms. This is why we need the holograms. We want hologram Peter Falk <laughs> performing at Coachella with Tupac. I would love that. I would go see that. That's the For only me. reason I would go to Coachella, actually. It sounds very unappealing otherwise. Tilda Swinton. Uh, everyone knows her nickname is Swilda. By the way, fun fact about Columbo. We're still talking about Columbo. <laughs> yeah, now we're on to Columbo podcast. Okay. I wrote a sketch once. I actually, I wrote a sketch. This sketch was in my SNL packet one year. It was a commercial for a department store called Columbo Coats. It was a giant warehouse department store that only sold the Columbo raincoat. Thoughts? As a business idea? <laughs> Great. Love it. As a sketch idea, even better. Yep. What was the other thing I was going to say? About Columbo? We're not talking about Columbo. We're not talking about Columbo! <laughs> oh! Nope. Okay. Forget everything I said. Recast Columbo. Chalamet. Done. None of this is going to make it to the episode. Have you heard the theory that Jessica Fletcher is the murderer? Like, on Murder, she wrote, Sure. Why are there so many murders in this small town? Oh, I see what you're saying. And how is she able to solve them all? Maybe it's because she is the murderer. 
That sounds Boom. plausible. Giving me a lot to think about. That's a spoiler. The Tesla should have an espresso machine in it so it can mm-hmm. make you a latte while it's also driving and crashing. <laughs> so it can make you a latte while it also runs over a child. <laughs> Multitasking. <laughs> yes. Go see 3,000 Years of Longing, Tilda Swinton, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. 60% on tomatoes, so you know Columbo. it's good. I'd watch that. Yeah, who wouldn't? Get some executives on the phone. We got to pitch this Columbo-verse of madness idea. Thank you for calling the executive line. If you'd like to leave a message about Ildris Elba as Columbo, fuck off. Stop talking about Columbo, Columbo.